Hello guys, welcome to our second podcast. You're here with Kimberly and Michaela. And so this is our leadership journal reflection two, and we're just gonna be talking about modules three and four. So yeah. So Michaela, what are some of the main themes or ideas that stuck with you from modules three and four? Well, I would say we took away a lot of storytelling because I know when we talked about the previous TED talk, we would talk about how storytelling basically shapes society, how it forms skills and how it develops communities and then even this new um to talk that we watched from the recent guy he talked about the importance of telling stories in order to solve problems yeah i definitely agree i was gonna say storytelling as well and i don't know like the fact that storytelling is so important because the way you tell a story can really shape people's views on things i mean the depending on the way you tell stories can actually like make decisions like for example if you tell stories about like our presidents or especially during election season if you tell stories about you know the candidates somebody might vote for another person over another person and Mm -hmm. that just shows how important storytelling is and a lot of times the way people tell stories they don't have all the facts and usually a lot of times it's biased which is why i feel like it's kind of why the world runs the way it is now i agree so what emotions did you experience while learning the contents well, while watching the um, the tech talk from module three, it kind of made me feel a little, I don't want to say pissed off, but like a little upset because what she was talking about, it's like, I went through the same thing too, like being African, a lot of people think that we live in the huts and that we're broke and, you know, like just underdeveloped and like that's just the view that a lot of people have about Africa and, mm-hmm. and it's not always like that, right. like for example like my family we have a mansion in africa but mm-hmm. people wouldn't think about that because mm-hmm. they just think oh we live in huts and yeah. we're broke and, and stuff i used to live there and i was not living in a hut that's and what i, I have water and the thing so. is and it's like <laughs> the thing is they don't go to africa to see these things they just it's all about storytelling and it's all about people's view on it you right. know and then like you said in the um an actual call is about who chooses to believe what side of the story exactly and not a lot of people go out there to seek the other side of the story so for me some emotions that i i felt like during the discussion post i actually posted this question i was confused about the idea of citizen leadership and why it's designed in a way that people who are citizen leaders are being unrecognized for their work because mm-hmm. I feel like if these tasks are contribute, like if these people contribute to these tasks so greatly, and it's the cause of a successful turnout of something, then why is it considered behind the scenes? Like, why are the people who are working behind the scenes considered like, like unrecognized? Like, why is it unrecognized? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I've seen some people's answers where they said maybe they enjoy being behind the scenes, but not the fact that they enjoy being behind the scenes but the work that they do should be praising them mm-hmm. and i feel like it also goes into like how much pay that they get you know like mm-hmm. the world they whatever they value is what gets paid the most and mm-hmm. you know we we can look it up and what gets paid the most are these athletes are you know everybody in the t- entertainment industry but mm-hmm. what about our teachers that's actually honestly like the building blocks of our society exactly. like they don't get paid a lot and they don't get recognized a lot so for you, what are some truths or conforming ideas? So I would say a truth and conforming idea that I had was that, because kind of like what you were saying, that people honestly feel like like being like community organizers, those roles, they don't give that enough attention. And I mean, obviously, like before this module, it's not that I didn't know that, but I think it came, I guess I'll say it came to the front of my mind. 
because and I mean it's not only just community organizers but like I was saying like teachers and literally all these other roles like people who like for example like just to touch on police brutality real quick like the whole argument over the police being defunded is not because some people are saying that we don't need the police is that there's other roles there's other positions in the community that is more fit to deal with a lot of problems that are given to the police and so the reason why they want to defund the police is because these other roles they're not getting paid enough while they're literally like literally their position is to like for example sorry i'm going all over the place but for example there was this one guy who got killed by the police because he had a gun and was trying to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that we have people within the community, like like people in mental health positions that can come in and help that. But we instead we have the police coming. So we have the police coming to deal with that and they ended up shooting him because they felt like he was a threat. Basically when when it showed it, defeating the whole purpose and it showed there was signs that showed that he was trying to kill himself. And so it's like the fact that they killed him and he was trying to kill himself, it's like, that, that doesn't just, exactly. that doesn't sit right with me. And so, um, that was just the truth for me, the fact that, like, we've been arguing this fact since last year, March, April, May, and things just still haven't changed, and it just all goes back down to the fact that these community organizers, these people in positions that's actually very important mm-hmm. aren't given the they're, they're not recognized they're not given value and they're not given enough funds to actually be there for these people mm-hmm. whereas the police who's given too much funds mm-hmm. and they abuse that power yeah speaking on too much funds abusing power too much power i feel like a truth or confirming idea i have is when lauren brought up the idea of working with us or working against us or not work but it was working with us or we're working for them do you remember uh i i don't remember it was like it was like they're either working with you or did you say it like in like our recitation group yeah it was during that but like we remember when we you brought the ras Mm-hmm. oh power, yeah power power with us or power over over us yes mm-hmm. power with us or power over us i feel like that is a confirming idea because based on what you said like the police they technically have power over us it's not like they're working with us like they could have cooperated with professionals to help that person but i mean if you really want to get down to it we can talk about why the police was created but you know, <laughs> that's a you know discussion for another day <laughs> but yeah like i feel like that's really a truth in our society that people who have positions of power they use it over us to take advantage of us and they don't really use it as a way to collaborate with us and i feel like that's where a lot of the wicked problems in our society come from because these people in power are they have pride and they abuse their power a lot so i feel like that's a confirming idea about why our society is the way it is mm-hmm. i definitely agree so what was what was the most impactful surprise that you had from modules three and four mm-hmm. this one's actually pretty hard um i wouldn't say i have any really because there's I feel like this module was more of a confirming thing than uh, anything surprising for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's nothing that really shocked me in a way. It's more like, yeah, I know that's true, or that makes sense, basically. How about you? I definitely agree, but I think one thing that I can say, I guess, surprised me would be... So, my discussion my discussion question was basically talking about, you know, Obama's white organized, mm-hmm. and... You know, it did have me reflecting on a lot. And so I grew up with my parents saying, like, you need to be in the STEM field. Like, 
that's what's gonna make the most money and you know I so I grew up wanting to be an engineer but then I switched to wanting to do journalism right. and my parents were like no 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 like that's not gonna make money you're gonna be broke blah mm-hmm. blah 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 and so it was until I found my love for chemistry that I decided on chemical engineering but the fact is like what if I didn't find my love for chemistry and maybe you know because my parents are so strict and they're so um overprotective what if I did go through with being like being an engineer even though I didn't want to and so um so I asked that like if anybody else was doing a major that their parents kind of forced them to do mm-hmm. and a lot of them like they identified with them was like my parents were saying that I needed to do this I need to do that and they kind of relate to me because eventually they started to you know like the thing that their parents wanted to do but what if it was just like some type of like mental mind game that they don't actually really like what they're doing but because of the years that their parents saying you need to do this you need to do this that they ended up liking it and when I think about like a lot of you know people back home a lot of them are you know being nurses some of them are even being engineers and a lot of them are African and you know in the African household it's just that strict emphasis on engineering Uh and so and like because I know some of these people personally I'm like they're honestly not the type of person to become an engineer or anything like that. And I think, and so another thing that was crazy was while reading White Organized, when, um, what was her name? It was, so someone told Obama, like, you know, like, why are you doing this? Like, you're not even, like, recognized. And the fact that he was like, you know, because these positions, like, it's needed. We have mm-hmm. to do these things. It's like, we need janitors, we need trash collectors, we need right. all these people, but if everybody's like, no, you need to do STEM, you need to do STEM, it's like, who's going to do these jobs yeah. that's needed? You know, who's going to do these fast food workers? Like, who's going to be that, who's going to fill that position? And it also contributes to the idea of being a citizen leader. Like, if the janitors, if we had no janitors, we'd be picking up the trash, but no exactly. one gives attention no one wants, to the No one wants to pick up the trash, but, you know? Yeah, no one wants to pick up the trash, but... No one also wants to acknowledge the work that the janitors are doing or pay the janitors money that they deserve. So I feel like it goes back to that question, like, why aren't the janitors recognized? Why aren't they paid enough? Why aren't they, like, praised for the job that they're doing? Even though they may not want the praise, it's about more of what they deserve and what they really want, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think also because they're kind of, like, not labeled, but, like, pushed to, like, the bottom of society. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I was saying before, it's like whatever the society values for example like you know like entertainment Mm -hmm. if it's not if you're not in the entertainment industry you're not getting paid as much as them and that's just that's just how our world is like kind of set up right now Mm -hmm. so after engaging with modules three and four what are you most curious about um i would say if i'm thinking of like any curiosities i'm kind of wondering what stereotypes or what stories are being told that I believe that's not actually true. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, every day, like, we're telling stories mm-hmm. in any shape or form. And, like, maybe if it's being told by my friends, I'll believe in it because, you know, they're my friends. Right. But what if their story is not actually, like, the full story, you know? And even from, like, stories that I've been told by my parents way back in the day. And obviously, it has stuck with me, you know, because from, like, being a kid to being an adult. And what if that story or whatever they told me when I was younger what if that wasn't, you know, what if right. that wasn't true? And I've had that instilled in me for so long. You know, what if that's not true? Exactly. Like the Mandela, what's it called? Mandela, Mandela effect, effect uh-huh. stuff like that. Or like our childhood, my childhood was a lie, memes like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. So what about you? For me, um, I feel like I'm curious about this TED Talk that we watched by Cormac Russell, where he talked about um, instead of helping people, always trying to ask, like, what's wrong, asking to tell stories. So the thing is, like, I understand that it's important to get to know someone's story, but how do we get to the part of helping them now? So, like, for example, when someone is sad, you and they don't say anything, you most likely want to be asked what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. To at least know that someone cares or someone is concerned about your issues. But then I know some people get to a point where they feel like they're here to help everyone's situation or they feel like they need to help everyone's situation. Mm-hmm. And that's not always possible. But the thing is, if you don't want to come off that way, what is another approach you can take using this storytelling method? Mm-hmm. So, like, if... I don't know if I say, tell me your story right now. And then you tell me, oh, you're sad and all of this. I guess that will lead to, oh, here's how I, here's how I can help you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what if I don't ask you what's your story or something like that? Yeah, how will I then ever you know? wouldn't know. Yeah. That's true. So what are you discovering about yourself through modules three and four? Um, through modules three and four, I'm just discovering more and more. Like, through this class, I just discover more and more, like, the root causes of, like, our society and why it is the way it is um we understand more about the wicked problems and i'm discovering that like i'm becoming more aware of it or able to see why it's happening and the more i'm able to see why it's happening the more i try to like within my friend groups within my personal self try to see what's the root of the problem how we can fix the situation and basically how we can deal with it how Mm -hmm. can i do I would say, like, similar to the same thing, and speaking of, like, the TED Talk by Cormac Russell, it's, like, when he says that sometimes in our attempts to help others, we do the opposite, it's just, like, what you were saying, like, we can, like, for it's, like, for example, with the people who are coming into, like, Africa with good intentions, and then they end up actually harming them, like, mm-hmm. giving them, like, for example, like, let's say, like, giving them technology, but not teaching them how to work the technology, it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, like, what are you really doing? Or giving them... It's like, a lot of times, people come to Africa and just give band-aid solutions, but, like, Africa really actually needs help. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of Africa being seen as a place where it's just underdeveloped, just, like... I don't know, just the, the look of Africa is not sitting right with me. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, and another quote by him is when he said so often when we label people as vulnerable or as of as efficient or as problematic what we actually do is we define them out of community and redefine them not as a friend and as neighbor but as client and a service system that's true it's like you know it's like for example when we help our friends it's like mm-hmm. we don't see them as a client well i mean i hope you know, right. we don't see them as a client but it's like for example, like, if we were walking somewhere and we see just, like, a random person crying in the lounge, it's, like, that's not, like... No emotional Yeah, right? like, there's no emotional attachment to them, but it's, like, we feel the need to say something well, to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I just want to make sure, like, it kind of makes me reevaluate myself and make sure that I'm not looking at anybody that, like, is in need as a client, but mm-hmm. treating them as, like, you know, like, as a friend, as a neighbor, as somebody mm-hmm. that you know like as a brother and sister you know yeah because a lot of people don't like to view themselves they don't like to be seen as someone who needs help or as the help i guess exactly so how can we put into practice what you learned through these modules i think another thing i want to touch on is being like as inclusive as i can Mm -hmm. because you know that's 
that's kind of what our dorm embodies, you know, and right. being inclusive. Yeah. And so the way the world is turning now, like with people being like non-binary, it's like, you know, it's like, it's, there's just so many things that you could be saying that could be harmful. And even today I was like scrolling through Twitter and Sky Jackson, um, I don't know, like she posted a picture and someone like, obviously she, English is not her first language. She told her, she was like, oh, I wish I could be as handsome as you. And Sky Jackson responded, was like, girl, I am not a boy. Oh. And it's like, when I saw that, I was like, so, you know, like, somebody could be out there, like, first of all, that. handsome does not have, uh, like, there's no gender to being yeah. handsome. And, you know, that's just harmful because clearly English is not her first language, and she was just trying to compliment her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you Google the word handsome, it does not have a uh, gender. Mm-hmm. And if it does, that's a problem. And she so she even tweeted something else. She was like, I feel more comfortable wearing boy clothes than girl clothes. It's like, what is boy clothes and what right. is girl clothes, you know? And so it's like, obviously, I'm pretty sure she doesn't mean to do these things, but it's like, that's just being ignorant because there's... There's resources, there's ways for you to find out how to, you know, be inclusive. But Mm -hmm. it's like saying things like that, especially in the times that we're in, it's like that's not the wave. And so that's why I just want to make sure that when I talk, I can be as inclusive as possible and not. I mean, obviously, we can't be perfect, but I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything that could possibly offend anybody. Right. Like Sky Jackson. (laughs) An emphasis on not being perfect. Like, I feel like. Um, I can learn how to take stories in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hear a negative story about someone, just evaluate the person. About, like, is this something that they would do? Um, what's their side of the story? What's the other person's side of the story? And then try to evaluate those. And, I mean, also, if it's, like, a situation going on with a person, of course, cater to those issues. But then it's also good to get the side of another person's perspective just to see what really went on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hear like something from outside sources about someone don't automatically believe it try not to feed into rumors try not to feed into anything that doesn't benefit you I guess I feel like that's something that we can learn um learn how to approach people when it comes to like needing help just to be mindful of what you're saying what you're doing to someone Mm -hmm. Um, make sure you look at them for who they are not at their situation or their problem Mm -hmm. I feel like just personal skills that we can learn to just develop ourselves into better people what I learned from this module well I agree and that just unfortunately be is the end of our questions I mean oh man I want to ask more questions oh my gosh unfortunately we only have 20 minutes yeah if only we had longer you know we chatted up a little bit so we had to cut it down (laughs) I feel like you know if you're adding us you could just send us a personal message but (laughs) jk jk jokes only yeah jokes only all love all love but um hope you enjoyed this podcast can't wait to see you guys in the next one um this is Kimberly signing out and this is Michaela signing out bye bye